This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Hamas militants launched a huge attack against the state of Israel in the latest in a long history of conflicts between Israelis and Palestinians. But this isn't just another attack. Experts say what happened is unprecedented and Israel has declared war. So in this Squish Shortcut, we'll give you the background to this latest development. Squish Shortcuts is your backstory to the big news stories. I'm Alex Tai. And I'm Claire Kimball. Claire, more than 1,000 people were killed over the weekend as thousands of rockets launched from the Palestinian territory of Gaza into southern Israel, followed by militants moving over the border, killing Israelis and taking hostages. Israel has responded with airstrikes and troops are amassing at the border of Gaza. Israel's Prime Minister, Benjamin Netanyahu, says his country is now at war. As for who's behind the attack over the weekend, it's a group called Hamas. Yeah, and that's really the place to start as we start to unpack all of this. It's a complicated story, so understanding who Hamas is is pretty essential to it. It's a militant group that formed in the 1980s and it's dedicated to fighting for an independent Palestinian state. And since 2006, they've also been the political party in control of the Gaza Strip. They've also been designated a terrorist organisation by the United States and the United Kingdom, also Canada, New Zealand and by Australia. And at the top here, getting our geography right might help to explain things as well. The state of Israel is in the Middle East. It's a strip of land which is pressed against the eastern edge of the Mediterranean Sea and its neighbours are involved in some pretty complex geopolitics. Yeah, pretty complex is one way of putting it. We're talking about nations like Lebanon and Syria to the north, Jordan to the east and Egypt to the south. And the obvious thing to note is that Israel is a Jewish state in a region of Muslim majority states and it's also the location of a significant amount of religious and cultural heritage. For example, a big one, it's where Jesus was said to have lived and it's also home to mosques and holy sites of significance for Islamic believers. And the Palestinian people were mentioned before, it is their home as well. Yeah, and that's the source of a lot of the conflict and violence that's been going on for decades. The Palestinians living in Israel largely live in the territories of the West Bank and the Gaza Strip. Both of those territories have been under Israeli occupation since 1967. It's a deeply uneasy situation where Israelis and Palestinians live next to each other and both make claims over the that land. And despite endless talks, an agreement on how to peacefully coexist has never stuck. No, it hasn't stuck. And it's a question that has really stumped global political leaders since the end of World War II. And as we can see this week, it continues to be a huge source of tension and violence in the region. And one thing that a lot of close watchers of Israel have been noting this year is that those tensions are worse now than they've been for a long time. Let's get into that next. Even before this invasion, Claire, Israel's relationship with the Palestinian territories has been at a low point this year, with deadly skirmishes throughout the year. Back in January, for example, a Palestinian man killed seven people outside a Jewish synagogue in Jerusalem. 
In April, there was a raid by Israeli police on the holy Islamic Al-Aqsa Mosque. Yeah, and of course, these sorts of incidents all add up particularly over a year, uh, where things have been, it seems, at a really high fever pitch. And as things usually go with that raid that you mentioned, uh, it was followed by Palestinian retaliation. So really tit for tat as these things unfold. And then again, in the month of May, there was violence as Palestinians protested the death of a hunger striker in an Israeli jail. Also throughout this last year, and this is something that we've talked about on Shortcuts before, there have been raids by the Israeli army on the Palestinian city of Jenin. These are just a couple of the flashpoints, Claire. We'd be here all day if we were to list everything that's been going on. Yeah, exactly right. But long story short, uh, it has meant that the number of Palestinians killed by Israeli forces has been at a two-decade peak. Also, those in Israel say that they have been uh, particularly vulnerable to Palestinian attacks, more vulnerable than in recent times. Uh, And of course, that was all before this latest violence. So this year has really been a low point in the history of the region. And then we arrive at this weekend. So the attacks from Hamas began in the early morning on Saturday local time in Israel when Hamas militants began launching thousands of rockets at targets inside of Israel. Hamas militants then used bulldozers to break the border fence and cross from the Gaza Strip and into Israel, with reports saying that they entered via land, sea and air, with some even using paragliders. Yeah, really just quite extraordinary scenes and we're getting across this sort of entire picture now. It's starting to really be told and how this attack really unfolded. That story is still being told. But we know that those Hamas militants really did stream into Israeli towns and settlements near the Gaza border, killing civilians. It was the deadliest single day for Israel. Uh, And at least 700 there have been killed, although the numbers are still continuing to rise as they get to the bottom of of what happened. Uh, Hamas also hit military targets. There's video footage of militants going into a military base in Israel using drones and also those militants on foot. And as all of these attacks are going on, Hamas was seizing hostages. Reports say that about 150 civilians and soldiers have been taken back to Gaza. And one notable element of the attacks, Claire, has been just how effective Hamas's militants have been and how surprised the Israeli defence forces were. Israel has a really sophisticated intelligence service, and there was a view that militant Palestinians would never be able to launch a significant attack like this. Yeah, and how Israel was caught by surprise is something that's going to be talked about quite a bit. It's already being mentioned a lot. Um, There are also questions being raised about whether Iran played a role behind these attacks, and that question is being asked because we know from US military intelligence that Iran has funded Hamas in the past, and also supplied it with weapons. Exactly. And Iran is an ultra-conservative Muslim country, and their leader, the Ayatollah Ali Khamenei, expressed support for Hamas's attack on Saturday. But other world leaders have generally been urging restraint or expressing support for Israel. Yeah, the United States says that it stands with Israel and has reiterated their right to self-defence. In France, Emmanuel Macron has said that he condemned the terrorist attacks and Turkey's leader also called on both of those parties to act with restraint. Um, Those three nations are really influential when it comes to the region. Um, They want to do what they can to avoid an escalation in 
intentions. Those world leaders also expressed concern for the victims and civilians caught up in this fight. Both Israeli and Palestinian authorities have called on civilians to stay inside to avoid either further attacks from Hamas or the Israeli reprisal. Yeah, so that's the next part of really this unfolding situation is this sort of huge response that's expected from Israel. Um, That's the usual pathway whenever Palestinian violence flares and particularly affecting Israeli targets. We are in unprecedented territory and what actually happens with this retaliation is really yet to be told. Benjamin Netanyahu, we mentioned him before, he's the Prime Minister of Israel, he has said, we will take mighty vengeance for this black day. And we have already seen really dramatic footage of rockets destroying a civilian high-rise building in Gaza City in that occupied Palestinian territory. But one thing complicating Israel's response are the hostages that Hamas has been taking. Yeah, this is a really complex situation because they have been taken back into Gaza and there's concern, of course, with Israel launching airstrikes. But Netanyahu has said, and this is the quote, I tell Hamas, you are responsible for the well-being of captives. It's a very dangerous situation for anyone who has been taken hostage. As for what happens next, the last war between Hamas and Israel was in 20. 2021 and it lasted 11 days but that war had fewer casualties than we've already seen in this conflict so as you say claire we are entering a bit of unknown territory and that is your shortcut to the war in israel now onto our recommendations Each week on Shortcuts, we like to give you some extra reading, watching, or listening if you want to know more about the topic. This week, it's a really, really complicated topic, so we thought we'd just give you some basic information. Yep. Alex, how about a map? I think that's really helpful, of Mm. course, just to really visualise the sort of part of the world that we're talking about and exactly how those Palestinian territories sit inside of Israel. Um, So that's one. And also just a link to a big gallery of images that are coming from this part of the world. It's very, very distressing, but the images really do tell a part of the story. We will put links to both of those in the show notes. Thank you so much for listening. If you like what you heard, please tell people about the podcast. And if you have any requests, you can send them through to hello at thesquiz.com.au. Until next time.